Anyone with a severe peanut allergy can tell you they are constantly on guard when they eat because even a trace amount in some cases could lead to a potentially fatal reaction for them. A new treatment may change all that. And uh, here to talk about the immunotherapy treatment and the clinical trial of about 500 children aged 4 to 17, published recently in the New England Journal of Medicine, is Dr. Brian Vickery. He is the director of the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Food Allergy Program. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Glad to be with you. It's a pleasure to have you. This is really good news. How successful was your clinical trial? Well, the the trial met its primary endpoint in a highly statistically significant fashion. So you had 67% of those treated with the uh, investigational medicine, AR101, able to tolerate two peanuts at the end of the study compared to 4% in the placebo group. So big difference between those treated and those receiving placebo. Wow. Um, Were there any adverse effects during that trial? Yes, there were. In fact, most patients in the study, whether they got active treatment or placebo, had, um, uh, you know, adverse events during the study because these are young allergic children that have asthma and and eczema and other conditions as well. When when you look at those that that, uh, were more common in the active group than in the placebo group, they were the typical things that have been seen in other studies uh, that look like uh, kind of mild to moderate allergic symptoms uh, most of which don't require any medication or, 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 you know, a little bit of antihistamine to treat those symptoms if needed. There were some patients who did have more uh, significant reactions that required epinephrine treatment, but they were quite rare during the study. This is all what you might expect when you try to treat an allergy by giving a small amount of the allergen itself. How does this immunotherapy treatment work? Maybe you should break it down for us. Yeah, so so participants, when they started the study, qualified by undergoing what's called a food challenge, where they're actually fed a, a, a deliberate amount of the, the peanut protein, in this case, in uh, gradually escalating doses. And they had to have an allergic reaction uh, at or before one-third of one peanut, so a tiny amount of peanut protein at the beginning of the study to qualify. So these were all quite sensitive patients. Then over the course of about six months, they were gradually uh, exposed to peanut protein every day in the form of the treatment, starting with half a milligram uh, and building up to 300 milligrams, which is about the amount in a peanut. Then they continued that over six months uh, at the 300 milligram dose and then underwent uh, a repeat procedure, that food challenge at the end of the study to see how it changed over time. So this isn't a new concept. Um, you know, they've been working on oral immunotherapy for a while now. How does your uh, immune treatment differ from the other therapies out there? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a, a good observation. In fact, the concept is quite old. It's been reported as, as, as far back as 100 years ago uh, and mostly done in small studies and, and you know, clinical case series. Uh, I think the two things that stand out about this study are, one, that the, the, the product that was studied is manufactured to sort of a pharmaceutical-grade standard, meaning that there's a very tight uh, control over the amount of allergen in each dose. Uh, it's free of contamination by any microbial material or other allergens. And so it's a very sort of precisely measured form of, of treatment. And then the second thing is it was tested in a study that was unprecedentedly large in scale. So five times larger than the next largest study published in this field, the first uh, to enroll patients in, you know, 10 countries, 66 total sites, and with a placebo group. So 
you know, it, it, the, the scope and scale of the study was unlike anything that had been done before. And you're not going to directly handle the allergen, which could be, ten- be potentially fatal. Well, that's right. So, so the, the, the way that the therapy is delivered, it comes in a capsule, um, and the capsules are opened by the person that is preparing the dose and emptied into a, a food. Uh, and that, that food is an applesauce yogurt pudding, something that the, that the patient likes to eat, uh, mixed together and then swallowed in two bites. Why couldn't you just take the pill? Well, it's actually, it might not be uh, quite as safe to just swallow it and have all of the protein hitting the stomach all at once. Mm. Mixing, it in the, mixing it in the vehicle probably helps improve the uh, safety profile a bit. Okay, although the results were, were great, uh, it's not a cure, correct? That's an important uh, point for your listeners. That it is not a cure. It creates what's called a sense of desensitization, meaning that participants are less sensitive to peanut than they were at the beginning of the study, and this would uh, very likely afford them some protection uh, if there were to be an accident, um, as they were otherwise avoiding peanut, but they are not free to eat whatever they want, uh, and the protection that they gain from the treatment uh, lasts as long as they continue the treatment. If they stop it, it's very likely that the protection will go away. So you're going to have to continue the immunotherapy treatment indefinitely? That's the current view, although you know, we're learning more and more about it as we go. I think um, it, you know, it doesn't, it, as it's currently described, it doesn't, it, it's not intended to make the condition go away. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's really more around providing peace of mind in the event of an accident. I was thinking about that. That would really alleviate your stress levels considerably. Well, when you have a peanut allergy, uh, you know, it's been shown repeatedly in studies, and certainly we see this in the clinic every day, that, that patients uh, really and their families and, and caregivers, schools, communities, churches, everybody that cares for these kids uh, deals with this burden that, um, you know, a couple of bites of the wrong food could provoke a serious reaction that could unfold in, the, in a matter of minutes. And so that's a, that's a difficult burden to carry around on a day-to-day basis, and anything we can do to lessen that burden for families is worth it. So these kids may never be able to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but your results showed that some of them, how many percent, was it 67% at the end of the uh, trial were able to eat about two peanuts? That's right, 67% in the most rigorous uh, conservative form of the analysis called the intent-to-treat analysis. Uh, 50% were able to tolerate 1,000 milligrams or closer to three to four peanuts, um, if you actually look at the percentage that were able to complete the protocol and undergo the exit challenge, uh, you know, it looks more like 85% tolerating 600. So, uh, you know, it, it is a difficult uh, treatment regimen to comply with. The doses are every day. There's a lot of visits to the doctor's office, and you have to modify some of your exercise patterns and eating patterns to accommodate the dose. But for those that can hang with the protocol, uh, the success rates go up quite a bit. When do you expect your therapy to be given the green light for widespread use in Canada? Well, we don't know that for sure. Um, the, the company that produces it is uh, in, in the process of, of busily uh, assembling their, their filings to the regulatory agencies for approval, and they've said that this could happen as, uh, as soon as by the end of this year. So what I'm telling patients in my practice when I see them is I, I hopefully have something for them by, say, maybe you know, late summer or fall of 2019, although that's a guess. It's going to depend on how the regulatory review goes. Great news. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. That's Dr. Brian Vickery.